1: but the beginning of the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're covering season four, episode seven and eight right here, right now. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let
2: the buzz begin. Magic, magic boy. You know... Yeah.
1: When I saw this this summer, I loved it because I was like, each of us could play one of these roles in this video, and it made me so excited for the
2: season. Well, yeah, and all we we would have to say is just not Titus. Right. Right? That would be our names. All of us would be just not Titus. Happy Sunday, everybody. It is one of your
1: favorite panels here on AfterBuzz TV, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt After Show. I'm your host, Sahai Wilson, and I have a beautiful panel of ladies tonight. Please introduce yourself.
2: Hi, guys. I'm Caroline Thayer. Hi, guys. I'm Laura L. Thomas. Now, you may
1: under- notice that uh, one of our lovely ladies, Candace Cruz, is missing, but that's because she's covering the SAG Awards tonight.
2: She's so fancy. She is
1: very fancy. <laughs> Get a girl. We've grown so much since uh, last year.
2: That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so tonight we're covering the first of the last six episodes that, that will end the se- this series, and it's it's bittersweet, but I'm excited. Um, we have season four, episode seven, Kimmy fights a fire monster, and in episode eight, Kimmy is in a love square, which actually was my favorite one mm-hmm. for this one. What were your overall thoughts of the uh, episodes this season, the first two?
2: I was really um you forget how how much of a well-oiled machine this show is just in terms of the dialogue and how well it's written and the performances are always just so spot on and the comedy is such a um, specific form of, of comedy that I was really pleasantly surprised that we're back again and yeah. and they had not lost any of their personality or flair. In fact, I feel like it's gotten. It's only gotten better. Yeah, and a little bit, you know, tighter and more succinct. And um, mm-hmm. the way that they have pieced these episodes together, I'll be anxious to see how they wrap up this this story, um, especially as they as they bring more and more characters, you know, in some of our favorites, and then some fun cameos as well. Definitely, I think Titus Andromedon is probably
0: one of my favorite television characters. Yeah, just so seeing him back on my television screen has been fabulous he just brings a lot of joy to my life because he's so extra um, but I think that this season I don't know I almost thought it was a little bit slower to get into and I actually yeah. didn't think or I I haven't been like incredibly shocked however I do agree with you that the humor is so um, specific mm-hmm. it's a very very um like pop culture related humor. So yeah. you have mm-hmm. to know what's going on in the world to appreciate the jokes. Yes. Which is why I like it because it's making you very socially aware. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I think that the second episode, I agree with you, yeah. was better than the first one.
1: I agree with you. It took me a minute to get back on track. Mm-hmm. Um and by the second episode I was Back, back in the, the, gr- the yeah. yeah, back in the swing of things. And please note, for those of you who may have binge the last six, we have not, so note. we're still going to do predictions because you know we still are not, we we still don't. know I want to appreciate
0: happen. the last like four episodes. It's, I want to. I'm take drawing my time. it out. Yeah, yeah we have I'm to savor it, it.
1: We have to savor it. So mm-hmm. in episode seven, we see Jacqueline, you know, strutting down the street looking fabulous as she normally does, oh getting in that
2: mini skirt.
1: I mean, her legs look amazing. We talked about it last season. Like yes. we just loved. Jacqueline here. She, she always looks amazing. She
2: yeah. has, like, she has... Whatever she's... Whatever she's bathing whatever she in... Whatever Jane Krakowski is or, bathing in, really. <laughs> sipping. We,
1: we or, need some of that um, Just send
2: it to our studios. I will take two. Like, <laughs> she is nailing it.
1: So she gets hit on by a younger man named Matt, and she's flattered. She's like, oh, I didn't know this, you know. She's she's accustomed to older men and younger women, but the fact that she's older and getting hit on, it was very flattering to her. And she's <laughs> She learns that hey, this is uh, a thing now. You know, mm-hmm. Lillian's like, yeah, this is this is this is the way of the world now. Younger men who have been um, exposed to the Me Too movement are now hitting on older women because they're not. They feel that they're a little bit more have a bit of a, th- a thicker skin. Um, what was your thoughts about that that concept of younger men and young and older women?
2: Ugh. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I I, I think that. Um... When I was looking up this episode and reactions because I wanted to know if I was feeling um, or falling under the category of feeling uncomfortable and if others were as well, the Me Too movement storyline throughout the course of what I believe will be the last six episodes um, has kind of been polarizing in the media because people don't know if they're taking it a little bit too far. The thing with Kimmy Schmidt is that it typically breaks the boundary, right. or pushes the boundaries on what is and isn't okay to talk about. Um, I mean, I, I think it was interesting. Oh,
2: <laughs> you have yes. something to say? <laughs> no, I mean, it pushes the boundaries on a lot of things. Definitely. And, and like, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it in episode two, but... Um, there oh, was, oh my God! I know what you're you talking know what I'm about. Talking and about. I literally, <laughs> almost, I was like, "Are we
0: doing this now?" Yeah, this I know, I know. I was like, "Okay, hold yeah, on." Back yeah. to anyway, wheeling it back, back in. Yes, yeah, so I you're... thought that the. I mean, I think it's kind of funny, and also more power to Jacqueline if she wants to date a younger man. Um, I don't think that age is just a number, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I thought that the whole concept of older women having thicker skin than younger women and uh it's because they've had to older women may have had to endure more um shame or ridicule in the workplace from men in general is a little bit demoralizing to the whole me too movement in and of itself that's how i took it what do you think laura
2: Um, I can see, I totally can see your point on that. I, I didn't have the same response when I watched it. I was just very, um, I was, I was just curious as to how they were going to square that circle, so to speak, (laughs) (laughs) um, and how, how they were going to bring that back. Because in a lot of ways I, you know, I thought, okay, this is an interesting point that they're trying to make. I actually, Uh, I,
0: sorry to interrupt, but I, I do think that. It's a valid point. Like, I absolutely think that women of an older generation, like, I can just think of my grandmother who was subjected to so much more scrutiny and, sorry to interrupt, no, like no, no, I no. said, but no, continue.
2: No, you're fine. I'm just, I think that for me, I felt, um, I think I kind of appreciated the idea yes. that, hey, this is not just a man's world anymore. Like, a, a, a older woman can go out and get herself any man she chooses. Right,
1: which Lillian has always shown us, like she did at the conference last season. Oh my god, the orgy. So, so I think what was interesting about it is, what Kimmy Schmidt the show does is flip Things around so mm-hmm. Titus is the one who's been a victim of sexual assault, and then the women are the ones who are dating younger men. So it, it forces you to really rethink your viewpoints on things when they switch it up like that, which is what I always enjoy. It's yeah. brilliant, and but really I also
2: brilliant. I also think too that they are really smart and the way that they um, that they approached this because an older woman really only means. More life experience, exactly right. Wiser, so that only means. Like, I mean, it's not. It's not so much about the age. It's not so much about you know how she looks or whatever. It's right. it's literally just more life experience, which is how they flipped it at the end when they're like, "Oh my gosh, these are all someone's babies. If someone's. These sons. are our baby. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And that's that, that maternal instinct that is like buried inside of us. Right. All of a sudden, comes out. In this, in that moment, in that moment, well, in, Matt, in because this.
0: Matt turned out to be
1: Minnie's son. Mimi's son. Yes. Oh my gosh! But I thought I read something that said it was also a play on the fact that um, the argument was. For, for many men, oh, boys will be boys. But here it is. These boys are not just boys. They're someone's son. So Mm -hmm. the men are still connected to women. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the women are their mothers and sometimes the women are people that they are interacting with at a workplace. So you have to still make smart decisions. Mm -hmm. And so that was a great thing to see. We also see in episode seven the return of Mr. Frumpus and these accusations. Now.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Take a deep breath on that one. What I love is we see Titus... I thought we left him on a high note on the last few episodes. You know, he had done the play. I thought he was going to be fully employed, but he still seemed to be. You know, things seem to have what slowed down. What are you talking down. about? He's a celebrity. He is. I mean, <laughs> when when the uh, spy said he, he said that I saw you eat three containers of yes, mayonnaise, mayonnaise.
2: <laughs> and he goes right only three. <laughs> oh, and then he go,
0: and then he fell on the floor. Can we need... In order to get him up, I, there was something going on there. there I was like, I don't want to see more.
1: But, you know, the fact that Titus, you know, it, in order to achieve it, you have to believe it. And Titus believes he's a star. He always has. You know, sometimes he's he's wavered a little bit. But the, but at this moment, he believes he's a star. Mm-hmm. And now we he thought he had a, a, a stalker fan. Um, the, who a beefcake that he thought was very interested in him which i was hoping that was true at first but the the switch of this person being hired by mr Frumpus to figure out if titus was going to suddenly come forth with his accusations was was an interesting spin
0: right they had a deep character development on this guy though <laughs> yes. i was i was a little bit thrown off by that um, on the spy yeah, yeah i i was just very confused um but yeah, I, I kind of ha- ha- did have um, expectations that Titus was going to be, you know, like, sweeped off his feet.
1: Right, a new love interest, yeah, possibly. Yeah,
0: um, but then I was pleasantly surprised when we got to see Mikey, and it wasn't because Titus was reaching out to him. It was because Mikey was reaching out to Titus. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: we saw the return of Mikey. Um, I have thoughts on that. What what did you think when you saw Mikey give Titus that call, Laura?
2: Oh, I was. Just, I'm happy to see Mikey anytime. I mean, mm-hmm. he to me, I think it was just they're they're kind of the love story that I'm just I'm I'm expecting, and we'll talk about this in predictions, I'm sure, but expecting to sort of be drawn out, but ultimately, they're the they're the couple I'm rooting to see together at the end. Yeah, because. R.I.P. Artie. Um, You're it. Like I'm still you, not over R. 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 Right <laughs> from la- literally. <laughs> if anyone watched our sh- uh, show from last
0: season, I was irate they killed him off. But yeah. anyways, Kimmy hasn't really had a love interest. So Lillian had Artie. I mean, Jacqueline has had many. <laughs> no. um, but I, Titus and Mikey are kind of the core um, love story of the show. So I just think I Mikey, like seeing is, Mikey.
2: I think he's so good for Titus. I think they're great for one another. You know, but it
1: just bothers me when he calls, because last we saw, he he was involved with someone. He so, has a boyfriend. Yeah. So, Andrew, right? Yeah. So yeah. whenever he calls Titus, I'm like, what are you doing, Mikey? Are you playing with Titus's emotions? He's already, you know, very uh, vulnerable. However, so he
0: did say just as friends. As
1: friends. I know, but don't do that to me then, because then, you know, <laughs> you know how it is when someone you love calls, you're like, oh, yeah. maybe there's hope, yeah. and then they hit yeah. you with the friend card. I'm like... I'll slam the phone down. See like, you later. Exactly. Don't we're bother. We're not friends. Me. <laughs> we were never friends. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me I don't be. know. I don't
2: know that. I mean, have you guys ever been friends with exes? I, it, Does it I, work? I rarely Does can work? be because I just it's need hard. to be
1: able to move on and I can't have you lurking in the background, the memory yeah. of you or anything like that. So, yeah. Speaking of memories, um, Dona Maria returned. Yes. Uh, she is an entrepreneur. She has restaurants. She's very successful. She has books. And Kimmy happens to find her in a bookstore where she's hiding her own book. Oh. Instead of going through the proper channels, Kimi feels that it's best to hide her book in the children's section, which I thought was hilarious.
2: <laughs> well, it is a children's book. Right. So it makes sense. I just... Hey, why waste all the shop, all the time of shopping it around and getting it published? <laughs> why not just write it and color it in yourself well, and in, leave it on the bookshelf? how endearing <laughs> was that? You saw her, like,
0: coloring in the front page. I know. Like, every, like this is how you get a book out onto yes. the bookshelf. A girl's creative, we, we, to say the least.
1: Yeah. She really is. So we see Doña Maria, who's, you know, who didn't contact her when she was in New York several times and it offended Kimmy. Um, Kimmy tried to mend this relationship by finally making Dona a friendship bracelet out of, I think, her
0: hair? Oh, yeah. Sure (laughs) was.
1: Sure was. The the
0: infamous red hair that Dona Maria was like, writing about in her book. As basically trying to like avoid the red hair as if it's the plague or something.
1: Yes, it it was a trigger for her. Um, Speaking of red hair, there was that moment when Titus said he needed, he couldn't return the costume because he needed the the, (laughs) epaulets in case he met Prince Harry because Mm -hmm. he thinks all redheads know each other, which I wish was true.
2: Well, that's true. Oh, that's a good And disclaimer, we
0: all think we know Meghan Markle, but we really just know her from Suits. Right.
2: (laughs) It's really true. That is a really true statement, actually. like, you don't
0: know the Duchess, but you want to. Exactly. So any
1: type of connection you can make. I mean, I went to make. London during the Royal Wedding, so I kind of feel like... Oh, I, did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll discuss after. Oh, girl. Oh, okay. yes. That's
2: so fancy. Yes. yes.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. But what do you think of the return of Miss Doña Maria? And this new... First of all, she speaks full clear English. Mm-hmm. Remember, in the bunker, she only she spoke was, Spanish. Right. So she was, uh, she knew what she was doing. She was trying to save herself and avoid the, the shenanigans as much as possible. But what do you think, did you enjoy seeing Dona Maria return?
2: Um, to be honest, of, like, a list of characters, she's sort of toward the bottom mm. for me. She's not really, she's like kind of a, a take or leave it for me. Yeah. I'm, I mean, sure, I'm happy, I was happy to see the episode, and You know, I I just think there's more interesting storylines out there. Okay. I think that part
0: of the reason why they brought her back is obviously it's the last six episodes and they want to tie in all the mole women as Mm -hmm. best as they can. What I appreciated about Donna Maria's coming into this episode was we saw flashbacks of the fire monster. (laughs) um, Which, again, that's the title of the episode, so I'd like to think it held some deeper meaning. Um, And I think Donna Maria, part of the reason why she didn't contact Kimmy was every time she associates herself with one of the mole women, she herself becomes a mole woman again. And Mm. she doesn't want that. So I actually thought it was really um, sweet that moment where she said, you know, it's nice for once to be in a room where somebody isn't judging me for, like, my crazy actions when they – gosh, they, like, kicked Elmo in the <laughs> private parts. That was, like... But that showed you, like, you sometimes think you're
1: over something, uh-huh. and you're and really you're not, not yeah. and you need to... The only way to grow from it is to speak to somebody else who went through a similar experience. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Dona Maria is somebody we don't really see often. We haven't really thought of much, but I did like the the spin on it that Kimmy, it was... She learned a lesson that she, herself, someone who... You know, Kimmy thinks of herself as a friendly, giving person, but mm-hmm. here's this person that was in a small space, a bunker with her, that she actually ignored. Mm-hmm because she felt she didn't have a lot in common with her. Yeah, and- that is
0: so mean. When Kim- no offense. I've always loved Kimmy, but I Kimmy got a minus point when she said she didn't make a friendship bracelet in the bunker for <laughs> Donna Maria. There's four girls. She made three friendship bracelets. But think like, about it, she probably,
1: you know, it was a little bit of a, a bit a of an of air age gap.
0: Yeah, that but it, got, was, caught that, in the, it got caught in the thing. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: The friendship bracelet <laughs> was kind of thick, but you know, there was an age gap between Kimmy and Donya, a language barrier. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and with the language barrier, I'm sure she the communication was a little bit difficult, but they they seemed to get around it with the drawing of the city that the fire monster oh. stomped on. I mean, the both ladies were very creative.
2: I did get one of my favorite quotes of the episode out of that, that relationship, which is, it's just like Keanu says, "Oh, uh, relationships that are born out of uh, intense situations never work. And then you never see him again in Speed Two. <laughs> yeah, that <Yes. laughs> was like that's a really great point. And actually, to your point about this being such a pop culture show, yeah, I, rem- I w- when I was watching it, I was like, I would love to watch this show in like fifteen years. Mm. Yeah, do you, you know might what I mean? pick up on more things, mm. like just to be like, wow. Do you remember like when that was going on yeah. or this was happening? It's gonna feel kind of like the '90s feel to me right yes, now. Yes, exactly. Like, super nostalgic yes. and just very much like every time I watch. I don't know. I watched an old rerun of Saved by the Bell the other day because oh. it happened to be on, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I can't. Kelly Kapowski. Yes. <laughs> I just can't wait to watch this show through, like, those lenses yes. 15 years from now because I would. I can't wait to see where we are with the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. where we are with. Um, Really, everything that the that the show addresses. Yeah,
1: I think that's the beauty of the show. There, it is very uh, topical, and it brings up things that are happening now. But it also connects you to people who remember things like the feeling when Speed came out and the big hoopla around that. You know, last season we talked about the the feeling of having a JanSport backpack. Like it it does connect (laughs) you when you find those moments, and it actually has me. You know, when I sit and watch it by myself, I'm laughing out loud like to myself because of those moments. (laughs) Mm So, um, speaking about a Of other things that make you laugh, we have tons of other shows here at After Buzz that (laughs) viewers can enjoy.
2: Yeah, we really do, you guys. Before we hit our next topic, we just want to say thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. We truly... Could not do it without you. You are the reason why we are doing this each and every week. So thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. If you're hanging out on YouTube with us right now, make sure you click that like button, that thumbs up. Um, please offer us a comment as well. We want to know what mm-hmm. you think, what how Kimmy has inspired you, what you think is coming in the final six episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, just all of those, really the conversation is what we love about after buzz tv it's that's why i have loved being a part of after buzz just having conversation and really having opportunities to connect with people like you and you ladies and um (laughs) even you know red carpet events all those other amazing things that after buzz offers it's just been such a great opportunity for me to grow my career and my experience as a host and we want to hear what you think as well so um (laughs) make sure you rate and subscribe us On anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Mm -hmm. And just thanks. Thanks. (laughs) We're going to be here for this show two more times on Wednesday and Sunday. So make sure you join us.
1: Thank you so much. Speaking of career, uh, moving on to episode eight, Kimmy is in a love square. We see Titus gets an opportunity... To, to, to move his career forward, mm-hmm. but he has to do something he doesn't want to do, which is come forth with the accusations and let people know what really happens between he and Mr. Frumpus.
2: Right. Which, and I do love that they have Ronan Farrow call him. Okay,
1: first of all we can agree that Ronan Farrow is Frank Sinatra's child, right? Like, I know it's been a rumor, right? but I saw him, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute
2: now. (laughs) Wait a minute now. Well, Titus saw him, too, and he goes, you are beautiful. (laughs) That was one of my favorite quotes, too. He was like, you must get hit on by a lot of puppets.
0: (laughs) Okay, so this is actually something I've been dying to ask you guys about. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, Ronan Farrow is a huge a huge uh, proponent against um, child endangerment and Mm -hmm. sex um, place misconduct and, Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly sexual abuse abuse clearly has a past with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I will allow you to do your own research because I don't want to influence your opinion. But um, what I found interesting is because he is a journalist Mm -hmm. who is basically playing his real life, Job in this TV show, he said something interesting, and he said, "This one's pretty personal for mm-hmm. me." After Titus said, um, "You must get hit on by a lot of puppets." Now, first of all, they made a very, very, uh, I guess you could say, blanket assumption that Mister uh, From uh, I guess, like victim profile was a specific type of man, mm-hmm. and so it was like a
1: black. A large, a, tall, a larger, black bigger man. black
0: man, maybe an actor. I don't know. Um, but that was his demographic. So I guess uh, Ronan doesn't exactly fit into that character pool. But the other question, like, so maybe, you're saying why did he? So say why this, did he say? Is this, this was personal? personal? I don't but think then, he was saying right. No. So that it was one,
1: Mr. Frumpkin specifically, yeah. but the, the general situation. But then
0: I was thinking about it, and I was like, as a journalist, uh, we're all journalists. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to remain impartial when we're reporting on a story. Mm -hmm. Now, if he has an inherent bias um, because of his own personal childhood trauma mm-hmm. how do you think that affects his work and if he should be doing a profile i think when on he's Mr. not on Frumpus. a
1: tv show he's you know following those guidelines but because he was on a show he has some flexibility hence why he was able to even make a statement like that because normally he wouldn't you know mm-hmm. i think the beauty of this show is like really though yeah,
0: i feel like he does make comments like this in real life where he's so I mean, it's amazing. He speaks on his own story, yet he consistently writes profile pieces on these horrible human beings who take advantage of of either women or children.
1: I think the, the he had the ability here to one use his voice in the way that we know him to but also show a different side. Like, you know, we are it's a serious subject, everyone's very serious all the time, but we have to find humor when we can, and that's what he was able to do in this safe space. And that's why they invited him. They knew he was an expert. They knew he is the go-to person and the face that many people can identify with Speaking about these issues, mm-hmm. but it was actually nice to see that he had a a, a bit of a funny bone. So I, yeah. I liked seeing that. So and you
0: don't I, think there's any like, I guess, blindness if mm. from somebody who? No, I mean I can't speak
1: for him, but I can only speak to what I saw in this, as him playing a character in a in a scripted television show. I can't speak to you know,
0: see how he thing... he goes
1: about doing his work. So I, I'm only I think focusing on on the show. And the his, only his thing role though here. is
0: like. Ronan Farrow is a real person in right. real life. So I don't think he really was playing a character. I think he was playing. He had himself. to be. He
1: had to be. He he didn't write those lines himself.
0: But like he's that's that's like when Oprah makes an appearance on any television show. Again, she's playing. Somebody Oprah. Writes right, those but she's lines, still so. playing Oprah. She's not playing like she's playing a,
1: a heightened version of Oprah, you know, mm-hmm. a caricature of Oprah, not specifically right. herself. But what
0: I'm saying is it's an interesting, like I guess, choice that the producers made to have Ronan keep his actual name when we've seen other guest stars like Busy Phillips, Greg Kinnear, like, um, Kinnear, sorry, um, mm-hmm. who have gone on the show and they have not played with their name. But you
1: never know. It could have been, you You know, with, with television and writing, you don't know if somebody knew Ronan personal, personally. He could have asked to keep his name. We don't know. Yeah, no, that's so, what I'm just saying. Like, so he, he had flexibility to do what he wanted and he chose to keep his name and have fun with it a little bit, which I think I personally I, I didn't have a problem with.
2: Yeah, no, I think um I think there's I I do see your point, and I think there is. A I'm little... not I'm not chastising him. I'm literally no.
0: just I wanted to see what you guys think mm-hmm. and see if it was a specific decision consciously made by the producers um to keep him as Ronan Farrow, the public figure he is, or to like basically what you were saying to heighten his Actual persona in the television show, so it's kind of like him, but it kind of isn't. I mm-hmm. don't know. I think I think
2: because he's so tied to all of the uh, Me Too movement mm-hmm. and and breaking mm-hmm. being the first to break that story, right? Yeah, I think I think the producers are having a little fun. And like a little tongue in cheek, yeah. Oh, sorry. With it, no, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, a little tongue in cheekish with with having him be the first to break this puppet story, right? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's and and again, it's what Kimmy Schmidt does. It's, also, it's kind it's, of a big pull to have him on the TV show. I think. Well, yeah, yeah. And I think, but this is what we see them do over and over again. They take a very serious, sort of um, difficult to discuss topic, right? And they kind of turn it on its head by by making. Light of it in some regard, right? Meaning, like we're talking about a puppet <laughs> yes. at this point. You know what I mean? So, yes. however, oh, I can't. That puppet is dirty, very yeah, dirty, dirty, I very can. dirty.
1: And we saw, you know, we've been wondering what happens in and that uh, on that casting couch, and now we we knew we Too saw much. that Ugh. he actually chased <laughs> Titus down the hallway and exposed himself and force Titus to touch him. But that wasn't the worst part. Titus didn't even get the role after touching him. That's what made me mad. I
0: know. <laughs> No, like, no. After all of that, R- really? I, it's just like a visual. I didn't need the visual. I <laughs> really didn't. A visual gen- that
2: I, I can't get out of my head. I, I can't either. Can't and as soon as you
0: said it earlier, I was like, oh, I know what she's talking about. Thank you so much for you like, know, I, you I, putting that in my shows mind. You know,
2: with puppets
1: that are nope. a little bit more uh, risque? Well, so. I have not watched
0: those,
2: so. <laughs> now, I mean, I it's like very Avenue Q-ish. Yes, exactly. Like in terms of (laughs) kind of what the the Mm -hmm. show is like embracing. But I, it's literally like a visual that I was just like, I I wasn't prepared (laughs) for. I I was so unprepared. I was like, is this, are we doing this? Is this a thing? This is happening now? Okay. Well, you
1: know, it prevented this, uh, the fact that Titus let Coriolanus Bert uh, be the face of this, this announcement about um, Mr. Frump, Frump Frump Frumpkis or Frump, I mean, Frumpus. 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 Mr. Yes. Frumpus's, you know, activities. It, it prevented him from going to the Tony Awards. And he was very upset. Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, And are you guys familiar with that actor that um, who was uh, being accused? Coriolanus. Uh, no, I,
1: I'm. Um, I wasn't familiar with. I mean, I know we've seen him on last uh, past seasons, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen. I'm not familiar with his. previous I think
2: work. I. I need to double check and make sure that it's the same guy. But I think he is. He's like a Tony Award winning actor. Yeah, he or, um, Aladdin. Oh, right. Didn't oh, he play the Genie? Aladdin. I don't know. I all I know is he. He is a
1: real.
0: real- A performing arts actor, like he's been in theater. I don't know if he won.
2: I mean, if he won for the genie and Aladdin, but I know I saw him in Hamilton.
0: Oh,
1: oh, really? We love Mm -hmm. the connection. We love a connection. Yeah. So
2: let's know the comments. I want to talk about
0: another connection. Well, hold on. I'm gonna.
1: I'm gonna. Um, you know, we had this uh, actor that made. You know, he made a cameo. Mm -hmm. We know him from Another World. But speaking of Josh, we had Josh's parents, the Hoffmans. Um, Who Kimmy, it gave her an opportunity to find the love that she had always been longing for. Not with a man, though. (laughs) No, not with Josh. Even though he kept on trying. Josh kept on trying. Basically, Kimmy and Josh work together. And she ends up falling in love with hanging out with his parents more than him. Mm -hmm. Which, to me, Josh is not her type. Kimmy likes a certain kind of guy with some backbone, and Josh didn't really seem to have it. But she did love his parents, Janice and Dave Hoffman. So speaking of connections, Dave Hoffman is played by... Uh, A gentleman who was on a show called Perfect Strangers back in the day. Anybody Mm -hmm. familiar with Perfect Strangers? Um, And he played uh, Cousin Larry. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was the connection there. So I was very excited to see him because I (laughs) haven't seen him since he played Cousin Larry on Perfect Strangers. Did anybody watch that show?
2: I I didn't watch it, but I did recognize him. I recognize both of them. Both of their faces.
1: His name is Mark Lynn Baker.
0: So I, I guess, come from, like, the Teeny Bop era of... uh, like, late 2000s. I'm definitely borderline Gen Z. So, uh, (laughs) who I love seeing was Josh, who's played by Dan Bird. Mm -hmm. Now, Dan Bird is in two of my favorite movies. One is Cinderella Story, the Mm -hmm. movie that, uh, Hilary Duff got her big, not big break, but really just, like, effortlessly acted through. Um, and he plays, um, Carter is his character. And he's, like, the guy who plays, um... What's the, what's
1: the... See, I, I didn't oh, see this no film, seen, so what's no what's the next it? project that you know him from? Because okay, well, he did look familiar.
0: He played, like, the Toro guy uh, from, you know what, I'm not even going to, you know what I'm talking about if you saw <laughs> the movie. And then also, he played um, Emma Stone's best friend in Easy A. Anyone see that? Oh.
1: I don't remember him from Yeah, so, that. I don't
0: remember him in Easy A, but he's, okay. like, the guy that basically... Per, like started the EZA uh
1: rumor rumor
0: like because he was the one who was closeted Back. and um needed emma's character to there you go. help him okay not have that uh attached to his name anymore so we, we have
1: so many cameos this season and we can only look forward to more in the next four episodes that we have <laughs> left we'll um You know, my my
0: teen little heart really appreciated. You know, it's
1: just nostalgic, and that's what we always get from the show, which is great. And Mm -hmm. whether it be from you know something that you're familiar with or something I'm familiar with, (laughs) we're all it's all in the same place, so Mm -hmm. they are appealing to everyone. Um, With this episode, Mikey's back, Mm -hmm. and he's the one consoling. Titus during this difficult time when Titus is upset that he's not at the Tony Awards. And um, Titus touches Mikey's leg. Mikey declines his boyfriend's phone call. I was like, what is going on here? But mm-hmm. I kind of like it. What do you guys think about that? Are you, you nervous? You just think
2: it's
0: No, I'm. I'm. Wait, but I thought you didn't like Mikey playing with uh, Titus's emotions.
1: I don't, but I like the idea that Titus may get what he wants. That's that's my thing. So it was. So you don't
2: think that it should be happening if Mikey is in a committed relationship? Exactly. However. If Mikey were out of his relationship, then perhaps you'd be cheering for this yes. relationship. Well, meanwhile,
0: movie. Kimmy gotcha. was, like, stirring in her chair. Like, sh- did you see that smirk that came across her face when she when he declined. saw yes, he declined the decline phone call? call? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, Kimmy, okay, we know what <laughs> team you stand.
1: Yeah. Tim, Kimmy has grown a lot. Now, what do we think about Kimmy and this relationship with Josh's parents? Like, it was very bittersweet because it, it was like an affair. Um, <laughs> she was operating as if she was having a torrid affair with these two people. People. Yes. funny enough Jacqueline be suddenly became the voice of reason and the expert on how to handle an affair which was funny she right. was like listen Kimmy, I knew you weren't built for this this is how it's <laughs> supposed to be done um, but then she was also like listen pe- there are feelings here you're yeah. you're you're gonna hurt someone's feelings which made Kimmy have to take a step back so what do you think about that
2: it was very indicative of how Kimmy is still sort of this this Kid mm-hmm. at heart? Yeah, this grown woman who has a foot caught in both worlds. Yeah. You know, she really, I think, just craves the love and attention of like that, um, that family dynamic that she never really had growing up and how that has shaped her as a, as now an adult woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it did not surprise me at all that this was sort of the way that this went because, you know, th- this is just, it's what we see with Kimmy, you know, and, and it says, it says, um, Obvious as her purple backpack and her, (laughs) you know, florals and her her bright colors and her scrunchie. You don't, I mean, it really is. It's just, she is just this, this woman, this grown woman who, who has a foot caught in both worlds. That's the best way that I can describe it. So she's
1: a grown woman with a slightly childlike view on the world.
2: Yeah. Childlike like one. I wonder, Mm -hmm. I wonder what it looks like. And I wonder, I think because. Ultimately, we all grow up, right? right? Like ultimately, we all learn, we all change, we all grow, we all evolve. And I wonder if that's perhaps the reason why they're bringing the show to an end, as they are now, because, eventually, eventually, you you know, you do mature, yeah. And You do kind of move on, and you do you 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 lose that childlike wonder, and that is so what makes this show what it is that I that I think that for them to to continue to do that a little bit too long it kind of loses its charm in a yeah. way yeah. you don't want to okay. go
1: out when everyone's tired I think you said something like that um last season that but it, it's better to go out with a bang and go yeah. out on top yeah. without until like waiting until everyone's tired and like okay we've seen everything now it's 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 on its last leg so yeah
2: and yeah. I think we're all kind of rooting for Kimmy you know when, when it's like Kimmy goes to college and yeah. Kimmy like falls in love and these things, like, we're kind of waiting for these milestones to happen with Kimmy, but once they do, it's hard to have Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as the show. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. I agree with that.
1: One of the things that we also love about Kimmy is some of the quotes on the show, Mm. and that puts us into our little special segment called Kimmy Quotes. (laughs) (laughs) I will start. um, When Jacqueline... We're so excited. Things are falling down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We're losing.
1: <laughs> so when Jacqueline tells Titus that the Dairy Queen wants to have him be the first ever openly black male Dairy Queen, um, he ends up because Coriolanus is no longer able to fill the role. They asked Titus to do it. And Titus's response was first ever this is why we march, and I, I was like, what Titus really thinks this is the reason why people have marched to give him this opportunity, which I thought was funny. Um, and we also mentioned when Titus met Ronan Farrow, he said, "Oh my God, you're beautiful! Puppets must constantly be hitting on you." So it was just another thing that puts. Kimmy and her world into this like alternate universe where everything, you know, everything revolves around Kimmy. Everything revolves around Titus. Everyone is very self centered, centered, but they share so much. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was funny.
2: I really liked in the um, in episode seven when they were when all the women were at the Home Basics store (laughs) and they were like, wait. There's a whole world of mats. Oh, there are mats, and there are Tylers, and there are Micahs, and the Coopers will all be turning eighteen soon. I just thought that was so funny yeah. and like clever, clever writing. Of course, yes. as we always see from our writers. Oh gosh, I I can't get
0: the exact wording right but my favorite was when Kimmy insinuated that the Hoffmans would drop their son Josh for her and they were like Kimmy that was never on the table that was literally right. he's space. our son like right. no you're not replacing him uh, which I thought was also very clever writing there were a lot of like insinuated uh I guess you could say sexual and innuendos, mo- innuendos mm-hmm. uh yes. with the parents and Kimmy and it was just hilarious. Very cute. Um
1: we also have some predictions. Like I said, we have not seen the last four episodes yes. where we're just savoring every morsel. So let's go into our predictions.
0: And now you're after Buzz TV. Predictions.
2: I love it i want to get some of these lights in
1: my room. I need to make that happen. Get her
2: for the
0: baby.
1: That's right. Oh, Lord. So as I mentioned, you know, we saw Titus touch um, Mikey's leg and Mikey's called. (laughs) He went from a phone call to being on the couch to snuggling with Titus during this difficult time. So my prediction is that we're going to to see them get back together. Hopefully, you know, Titus will be happy with this. Hopefully, uh, it will not be a a triangle. It will just be the two of them. I also feel like, you know, it, I've said it before, but it's time for Kimmy to find a true new love. Josh, wasn't it? But I, I hope she too finds love.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I feel like Kimmy's love is her is like once she finally comes into her own and she's like happy with every element of her life. As much as I love to have her. Have a love interest. I feel like in four remaining episodes, it'll be hard to kind of rally behind somebody unless it's somebody we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if um, somebody in the past is right for Kimmy. But what I do look forward to is last season we saw that Zan was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And um like then Jacqueline went and bashed the um, dorm room. And I, I don't know. I hope there's some more... Um, I guess interaction with, interaction Zan. with Zan and, and Jacqueline? Jacqueline. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What about you?
2: Yeah. I back on your your topic of um, Kimmy being Kimmy finding love. Mm-hmm. I, I a love
1: interest. A love
2: interest. Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. I think
1: she's found love within herself. We've seen that through the past, like the growth. Mm-hmm. But I would like her to have a you uh, be in another rela- romantic relationship.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. That's that's one thing that I I don't know that I feel like Kimmy needs. Mm. Yeah. I think Kimmy, what Kimmy needs is um, just a continued sense of, like, self-evolvement. Okay. Yeah. And I think what we may not see her end up in, say, like a, you know, a love relationship, mm-hmm. but I think we will see her end in a place of... um of maturing and kind of, and stepping into her own. I think a lot of this journey that she's been on kind of just to the point that we just made, but I think a lot of this journey that she's been on has been, um, has been this, this kid that has now been thrust into the world. Mm -hmm. And, and I now think that we're going to kind of wrap it up seeing Kimmy sort of step into her true nature as, a woman in 2019.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. wrapping this show up, we would love to hear your comments. Please write to us and let us know what you think about the first two episodes in this last part of the season. Um, you can find me on social media at Say Hi Sahai. And, ladies, where can they find you?
0: Oh, I love your handle. You can find me, Caroline Fair, at Caroline J. Fair. Don't forget that J. <laughs> Don't forget the J. And I got an
2: L in mine. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Laura L. Thomas TV perfect and find us this
1: week on Wednesday at 7 p.m. and next Sunday at 7 p.m. as well to finish out the last four episodes of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt series.
0: Bye guys! See you later! Thank you!